Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of September 24th through September 30th, 2012. Vulnerability activity for the period was elevated primarily because of continued large updates from major vendors. Cisco released its semi-annual Cisco iOS Software Security Advisory Bundled Publication. Cisco releases bundles of Cisco iOS Software Security Advisories on the fourth Wednesday of the months of March and September each year. This publication included eight security advisories that addresses uh, vulnerabilities in Cisco iOS software and one advisory that addresses a vulnerability in Cisco Unified Communications Manager. Exploitation of the individual vulnerabilities could result in denial of service conditions, interface queue wedges, or border gateway protocol session resets. Full details of the advisories, the consolidated Cisco event response, and an applied mitigation bulletin are available on the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations Portal. Google released the Chrome Stable Channel Update for September 2012, which addresses 21 vulnerabilities. Google Chrome users uh, should enable the auto-update feature to install the latest updates and remain current with the latest version. The PHP MyAdmin compromise source distribution issue was reported, uh, which has functional exploit code available as part of the Metasploit framework. Functional code that demonstrates an exploit in the Samba marshalling code uh, remote code execution uh, is also publicly available. A new zero-day Oracle Java vulnerability was reported by the same researchers that, in August, released the Oracle Java Security Manager bypass arbitrary code execution vulnerability. A few details have been released, and no known attacks are currently exploiting this newest vulnerability. The researchers have claimed they're aware of additional Oracle Java vulnerabilities that could be released in coming weeks. As with the initial Oracle Java zero-day vulnerability and those yet to be released, users are advised to disable the Java web plugin and may consider disabling and removing Java completely from their systems. Users should be aware that these mitigations could affect the functionality of many websites, though, including internal business web applications and sites. Users can further protect themselves by using the trusted site functions included in browsers to limit the websites that can use Java. In upcoming security activity, the United States and the European Union have des designated October 2012 as National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Additional information and resources are available at the U.S. Stay Safe Online website, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security website, and the EU ENISA website. IntelliShield published 170 events last week, 93 new events, and 77 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the legal risk management category. The U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation is working with the banks, exchanges, and other financial institutions that have been attacked with distributed denial of service attacks in recent weeks. A group calling itself Is Ad Din Al-Qazam, or Qazam Cyberfighters, 
Uh, I posted a message on September 18th, 2012, calling for a volunteer distributed denial of service attack named Operation Ababil. The initial attacks targeted Bank of America, the New York Stock Exchange, and J.P. Morgan Chase. However, the attacks have since shifted to other banks and financial institutions. Multiple government sources originally suggested the attacks may be state-sponsored by Iran, but investigators indicated the attacks aligned more with activist groups and methods. The attacks have not compromised the financial systems, but have disrupted customer-facing websites, delaying or preventing customer access. The group has continued its attacks and has posted additional messages to claim credit and call for additional volunteers. As we reported in last week's Cyber Risk Report, these attacks have had limited impact. However, they are considered a significant attack on U.S. critical infrastructure. The attacks have attracted uh, the attention of U.S. government representatives, the FBI, and the U.S. presidential administration. Attribution for these types of attacks is difficult, and credibility of the group claiming credit is difficult to substantiate. Little was known about the group that claimed credit, and there's little evidence to support the notion of a state-sponsored attack. However, previous attacks by similar loosely aligned activist groups have appeared to have some level of state support. Similar to previous attacks, the original volunteer effort uh, were not likely sufficient to cause disruptions. The group appears to have included botnets in their attacks, which they likely rented or were operated by supporting entities of the group's causes. While the investigations continue, and as with previous activists disrupted uh, distributed denial of service attacks, all organizations should be prepared to respond to these types of attacks, as there's often few warnings or indications of when an organization may be targeted. High-level awareness and network monitoring are critical to detecting and minimizing the impact of pending and actual attacks. Distributed denial service attacks are normally limited in duration and difficult to sustain, which allows prepared organizations to minimize the impact of an attack until it subsides. And next in the trust risk management category, Adobe has identified and decommissioned valid certificates that are being used with the distribu distribution of two malicious utilities. The utilities present the valid Adobe certificates, causing the user to believe the malicious utilities are trusted files. The decommissioned certificates affect Adobe software signed with the certificates for Windows platforms and Adobe Air applications with Windows and Apple platforms. Adobe discovered that the certificates had been compromised through an internal development system and is decommissioning the certificates. Multiple malicious code distributors uh, are either using compromised certificates or what may appear to be legitimate certificates in an attempt to convince users that the malicious code is trusted. While, while the debate about control and management of certificates continues, users should be aware of these criminal techniques and review closely the certificate presentations and warnings that appear during the download and installation of software. If the certificate can't be validated, users shouldn't install the software, even if it appears to be from a well-known vendor, such as Microsoft or Adobe. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, Venezuela holds presidential elections on Friday, October 5, 2012, pitting incumbent President Chavez against a popular challenger, uh, Enrique Capriles. 
If Chavez wins, and most analysts believe he will, despite national polls with confusingly different results, it'll give the 14-year incumbent one more six-year term. The race has played out into an unusual extent on social media, where President Chavez boasts some 3 million Twitter followers. While in Cuba receiving medical treatment for cancer over the past two years, Chavez is said to have employed a staff of 200 people to manage his Twitter account, particularly with his illness made, when his illness made him less able to make the long in-person speeches for which he's famous. During campaign speeches, Governor Capriles uh, even accused Chavez of, quote, ruling via Twitter. For his part, comparatively business-friendly Capriles is more active on Facebook, where he has a numerical advantage over the incumbent. The election outcome will have implications for the global economy. Venezuela continues to be a major exporter of oil, although U.S. dependence on Venezuelan oil has declined during Chavez's tenure, as the nation's oil industry has uh, disintegrated and exports to India and China have increased. Most businesses would prefer a Capriles victory. In the wake of increased criticism of Chavez following a deadly oil refinery last month, the race has tightened, and some observers say it's a statistical dead heat. In recent years, the popularity of social media in Latin America uh, has given Venezuelan citizens greater speech freedom. But with the tight race, uh, Capriles says Chavez is curbing those freedoms. Indeed, a Capriles rally was blocked on public access television recently, angering uh, Capriles supporters. Venezuelan citizens, as well as foreign investors, need access to accurate information, whether via social media or mass media. This includes polling data and uh, clear communication about Chavez's prognosis and potential successors. Information security specialists may want to watch the outcome carefully, particularly as a backlash against a Chavez victory, while unlikely to lead to widespread instability, could play out in the form of website hacking and other cyber attacks. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.